Hello and welcome to Damn It Vince, thank you for joining us today. I am with John and Joe, my co-host as normal. How are you today, John? Good, thanks. Edinburgh Fringe is on up here, which is, well, it's sort of on. <laughs> kind of a few, not the full crazy thing it normally is, but it's, on and it's nice to have a bit of normality. Have you got to any event? Uh, yeah. Uh, if you're in Edinburgh, go see Jay Lafferty. She's hilarious. And go see... Oh, you can't go see uh, either one, actually, because she only had two shows. That's what I mean about it being weird. Only people are there for the whole uh, the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> but... oh, that's nice having that back on, though. Mm-hmm. And how are you? Joe, recovered from Markham and our trip to Odyssey Pro Wrestling. Yeah! Yeah, fine. She's tired. First week back at work. It's exhausting, isn't it? I don't know how people put up with it. <laughs> Yeah, I get you. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get back to Markham later on because um, we're going to do a little focus later on on the independent wrestling scene, um, especially here in Britain. Uh, plug a number of promotions, and we've got a special guest from the scene joining us later on in Isaiah Quinn, nice. which I'm looking Ooh. forward to. Um, make sure to follow us on our socials at Dammit Vince Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and you can email at Dammit at gmail.com. Kick off with John's news then. Yep, and you'll be happy to know it. John. John. I completely forgot about the jingle this week. It's fine. <laughs> you'll be happy to know it's nowhere near as uh, long as last week. I mean, I don't think it could be, could it? <laughs> Not without me losing my sanity completely, no. Um, but hey, guys, guess what? Has there been more firings? There, there, there has. Uh, I very nearly got around to making you another jingle just for firing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's very sad that that is a viable thing you could do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we've had a bunch of NXT releases. Uh, Bobby Fish, Bronson Reeves, and Mercedes Martinez, who are, that's particularly confusing, I think. And then we've got Jake Atlas, Ali Sterling, Kona Reeves, Le- Leon Ruff, Stefan Smith, Tyler Rust, Zechariah Smith, Asha Hale, Giant Zanjir, and Desmond Troy. What is happening, eh? What is happening? Uh, apparently, Ali Sterling wrestled on a pre-recorded 205 Live after he'd been released. So there's yeah. definitely a plan happening. There was a good tweet. There's a good <laughs> yeah. tweet of him watching himself going, yeah, <laughs> it's madness, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty clear that, that there's no plan to this, right? They're not going... Well, there is a plan. It's, uh... Well, yeah. 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 Restructuring NXT. Well, it sounds no like more, it. No more 30-year-old midgets. <laughs> yep, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so these releases were the Claude McMahon with Brian Pritchard and John Laurinaitis and it sounds like Triple H and Shawn Michaels have no input at all which is great why uh, would they? they only run the show no uh, Andrew Zarian of the Mac Men podcast says that representatives from the USA Network are concerned with the perception being these movies from WWE will be negative which yeah I, that makes sense to me yeah uh, they spoke an anonymous WWE official spoke to Fightful Select about the recent trend of releases they said in 2018 WWE entered a talent stashing mode and what he and the others believed were honest intentions. This is an audio format so you can't see my finger quotes. <laughs> um, <laughs> the plan was to develop performance centers worldwide using both international and local talent with some wrestlers moving between groups. We've sort of got that in NXT UK a bit um, and there was plans to have developmental groups in Japan and India supposedly. Within a year this was parked and they put more focus on launching NXT on USA and then the pandemic occurred and everything stopped and they said the leases are going to be a regular occurrence going forward but with less frequency yeah. and less cuts among bigger name talents so that sounds really good for the locker room morale. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what you want, isn't it? Yeah. 
imagine. the movie backstage was pretty grim this week. I could imagine that. Well, like uh, you said, you've took, what, who is it? Tyler Rust, part of Diamond Mind, who are being pushed at the moment. Bobby Fish, who is feuding with the Diamond Mind. Yeah. That was the weirdest thing, because the Diamond Mind have been, what, three weeks? Four weeks? Yep. Yep. Well, I mean, Triple H and Michael's have no input in this. It's just them deciding we don't like the look of people, right? Yeah. Was it was it you? Oh, Butcher is saying it makes it hard to actually in, invest because you you know that anything what you're watching might not be here next week. Yep. I, I found. I mean, I think it's pretty clear in the plot I'm more of an AEW guy, but like I'm happy. I, I enjoy NXT. But I have found over the last few months when these result releases have been happening, I've been less and less mm. invested in it personally. That's just yeah. me. Um, this is an indicator of some changes coming to NXT, supposedly. Uh, Mike Johnson, the PW Insider, they've been lots of talk internally of major changes for the NXT brand, including a new logo, new lighting. I don't know why he leads with that. <laughs> a focus on younger talents on different formats for TV shows. I think that was the main points. The house cleaning tonight appears to be part of those changes. Uh, Dave Meltzer went further. Stating that NXT, having lost the Wednesday Night Wars, appeared to be heading back to its earlier format of strictly being development, not a third brand. Uh, they want to go back to developing bigger and younger wrestlers with less, far less emphasis on top tier match quality, where they attempt to out indie the indies. Uh, quotes of sources saying the direction is in the line of no more midgets, no one starting in their 30s. They want people that can be box office attractions and main characters. He does know that Adam Cole, should he be signed, would be an exception. Yeah, well, I think Butcher made great points, didn't he, in the chat this week about yeah. the, the identity crisis, basically, of NXT, which it's had for quite a while, of yeah. a third run, not developmental, but they still call it developmental. And um, yeah, he, yeah, he made some made some excellent points, and he, he, he traced it back to the signings of people like Sammy, really, Okay. which which was fantastic at the time. Um, please, if I am wrong on anything here, Butcher, tell me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like you, they, they were signing big players from the indies. Yes which was, you know, great and brought eyes and the match quality was superb, but that then started a, a trend which has led to the talent hoarding of 2018 and stuff, and it, it wasn't developmental. You could argue the women, I think we've said that before, there's, there's quite a few women that they have produced. And that's the worrying thing of all this as well, there's a zero mention of the women. Yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, it's pretty clear there's an NXT style, which isn't, it doesn't train them for the main roster, does it? No, well, from that call, it wasn't there a quote like, when they get to NXT, you've got to train the indies out of them. And when they come up to the main roster, you've got to train the NXT out of them. Yeah, exactly. Which, Which is just crazy. Let them let them be what they are. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I get it's it doesn't work as developmental. I get that, but um, as someone who pretty much only enjoys NXT, uh, well, I enjoy some SmackDown. But mostly, we're going to be sure I'm watching all the way through NXT. Yeah, we'll go into two hours and basically making it set up, setting it up to counter program whatever AEW were doing was was a slow death start it, in terms yeah. of where we're at now. Obviously, Butchers then pinned that back to a lot longer with good points about who they were signing, but yeah, it wasn't fair with the no. situation they got put into. No, definitely not. It's yeah. it's just a real pity if it, if this is true. Yeah, and uh, what, what what is happening with Adam Cole? <laughs> well, he's reportedly met with Vince McMahon. Fightful uh, mm. Select said the meeting went well, and that he seems to have taken a liking to Adam Cole on a personal level. Whatever that means. <laughs> it was communicated to Cole he's wanted on the main roster, and there've been pitches for Cole on both on SmackDown. She choose to resign. Uh, reports came out on Friday that AEW made Cole an offer, but Tony Khan has denied that. Hmm. I don't know. I thought he... Okay, well, yeah, fair enough. I but I... Well, I don't know. It's You can go and hear, hear out both sides, right? 
Yeah. No, it's one of them. I, I genuinely thought that they had thrown some money at him, but I, yeah. I think that's what they're implying. I, I assume he's offered him like a, quite a big contract with that yeah. chat. I just don't think they've got the details of, of that contract. Uh, sounds like he's really wanted. I hope he, if he does stay, I hope they make use of him on the main roster. He's great. Yeah. I just, the cynic in me suggests no, but... There we go. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, sadly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So a correction from me here. Fightful has reached out to sources connected with Ray Wyatt and confirmed its absence following WrestleMania had nothing to do with what were called falsely reported mental health issues. He is 100% healthy and able to wrestle and he was working on adding creative elements to his character and slated to return to Raw possibly this week. Yeah, Um, this this Monday. Yeah. He also said he had family engagements already scheduled for May and June. Uh, yeah. Sean Ross Sapper Fightful said it's worth reiterating WWE never indicated that Bray Wyatt was battling those issues a completely untrustworthy source of always wrong news did so that's me told <laughs> uh, it was <laughs> like I said, my sources it was reported in a lot of places, man. It's, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's tricky when there's so much rubbish out there. Yeah. Uh, you can't. You can't know everything, can you? No, true. I just, you know, scientists by training. I like to have multiple sources. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wyatt also tweeted an image of a mask with a caption, you can't kill it, which is Yes. Now, this feeds into uh, something else later on, a little, little personal theory of mine that is completely wrong, but I want it to be right. <laughs> I am intrigued. <laughs> Just something that's mentioned in the um, Matthew promo. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. cool. Trying to do that now? Can yeah, can skip that to that bit. Um, Buddy, <laughs> Murphy has, Buddy Murphy released some new videos this week, which seems to tie into Malachi Black's videos. There's a lot of comparing WWE to prison, which is a common theme in these. Storm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, locked away for eight years, along with an extra 90 days tacked on for his no-compete clause. Um, also sees the return of the same, of Josiah Williams playing the same Doctor. Yes. Cool. Um, the time for your crazy theory, Joe? Or? No, no, just in that promo, mm-hmm. basically. He, yeah, he says, uh, well, he says that he's, uh, I'd be interested to see who else is here. And he says, oh, we've got a lot of people here, including the devil. Okay. And with Bray Wyatt's mask thing, looks kind of kabuki demon-y. It does, yeah. Yeah, just to my own personal little theory. It's not going to be Bray. Um, it's prob, but like other people were saying, well, it's Malachi, but Malachi's out now, isn't he? Malachi's free. Yep. So, yeah, but he he said like his character is always tied to the devil. Yeah, like, but in that in that little promo, he sings "The Devil Made Me Do It." You see, mm. and I'm like, is mm. Bray gonna be like the head of the House of Black? It's nonsense. It's absolute liquid nonsense. But I got myself worked up into a shoot <laughs> about it, like you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you just got. No, oh, it sounds um. I like the idea. I want it to be true. <laughs> no, it's not going to be. And that's fine. <laughs> but it is it's just one of those. It's like when they went, uh, when he just, again, they just put loads of these little nuggets in there, don't all these little things for you to go away and analyze. And there's, there's all these little bits. And yeah, I just get kind of like, mm, <laughs> with them. Because <laughs> well, yeah. there's a lot of attention to detail. Yeah, I like them a lot. Pardon me. Sorry. Um, so I literally just saw this before we started recording. So. Details may not be great, but Keith Lee has apparently explained his absence from the WWE. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he missed three weeks of programming in January after testing positive for the va- for COVID-19. Um, wrestled one match upon returning and then received a phone call that there was something off in his blood that showed inflammation in his heart that prevented him doing any, any activity outside of a light walk. 
Mm. Yeah. yeah. He was scheduled to fight Riddle and Bobby Lashley for the United States title at One Nation Chamber when he was pulled from the car the day of the show, which I remember because I predicted him winning. <laughs> that was one of the times I was wrong before the show even started. Um, and he's returned July 19th when he answered Lashley's call for a championship contenders match. Yeah. Hope he's well now and yeah, no further complications. Yeah, uh, some good news for us. AW Rampage confirmed to be on Fight TV in UK, Ireland, Australia, and New Zealand, and is part of our already uh, held AW Plus subscription. Yep, which I'm a big fan of. I got a lot of use out of that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Um, more new he claimed have been dropped from AEW rankings following Matt's caster's controversial lap last week understandable I mean yeah, yeah. He, Tony Khan described the lap as terrible um, and the acclaimed schedule match from this week's dark was announced and then cancelled Matt's caster moved all references to AEW from his Twitter profile mm. um, he's been a maddie isn't he yeah I think so I mean so it says the thing I read says that appearances of the promotion have been put on ice for the moment but so, Fightful Select again are reporting that he's still with the promotion and some sensitivity training will be the first, which is fair given that. Yeah, yeah. Best, you, best you can do, isn't it? Really, like I said, it's 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 not. He was allowed to get away with it for so long, and I think yeah, it's just not knowing when to stop, isn't it? If no one ever. Yeah, he just mm, crossed that line, unfortunately. Um, anyway, <laughs> in new, news that I find amusing. <laughs> Uh, QT Marshall lied to Shaq about AEW tables having padding. <laughs> <laughs> In the um, tag team match with Cody, Red Velvet and Jade Cargo, um, he was training with him and he came up with an idea that he, about maybe going through some tables. And QT was like, oh, it won't be that bad. We'll put a really thick pad underneath, which was not true. I just didn't want him to back out of it. So it was all, and as soon as he came in the back, he said, you lied to me. There was no pad under there. And he's like, that's wrestling. Welcome to wrestling. And finally, in nice news, Johnny, Garg- uh, Johnny Gargano and Candy Soleil announced they're having a baby. And that was today. I love that. Nice. nice little announcement as well. Hmm. Explains, explains why she's not been in the ring for a while. And yes. And they dropped the tag belt first as well. That's very good. And um, that's the end of the news. A lot shorter than last week. I know, yeah. Blitz through that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, on to show reviews and we'll we'll kick off with AEW then um, if I said to you I thought there was a bit of a career defining performance on it who would you think I'm talking about Dante Martin mm-hmm. the man who can walk on air yeah the man that makes Ray Phoenix look like your gran on a stairway. <laughs> There was a point where uh, he lands on his feet from the Snapdragon and then he does like a flip off the bottom rope. And I had to, re- I instantly rewound it back. I didn't understand how he got that much air yes. off that. Yeah. Like, he literally hovered in the air for a second yeah. and then went mm, forwards. Yeah. I was, yeah. It's, uh, that, that dive where they launch him out. That was it's, awesome. It's yeah. a hell of a picture, that, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's cross body off the top rope, but he kicked himself in the back of the head. He flexed that hard. <laughs> <laughs> and that um, that leap onto the top rope and the diving Rano and Amiga to the outside. Like, again, um, oh. when his brother's back and, and you know, back up to speed again, I want to see some some mad shit with them too. Yeah, I'm we, really looking we, forward to it. We never really got to see them in full effect. They were on dark a bit and then he got injured, didn't he? But yeah. Yeah. Well, they had a match for Young Bucks, didn't they? I think that they were yeah, starting to get were... put on dynamite and then it. It was a bit of a squash though weren't it yeah but it was yeah yeah but yeah. He's, it, this has done him no harm whatsoever no it's a perfect <laughs> example of how to build someone up in a loss yeah oh, yeah. yeah this is what the one wing angel that was awesome yeah and he and then the tiger driver straight after yep he's yep. like he knows all the moves yeah <laughs> 
a cheat code. <laughs> Instant reversals. Yeah, it's another good example of what Joe said about knowing how to start a show off hot. Yeah, well, I said they do it. They do it well. Yeah, that was well. a bit like, oh, the Seidel's, mm-hmm. you know, they're good, but. But yeah, uh, all three of them, three absolute lunatics going for it. Tidy work. Loved it. <laughs> Cracking. What did you make of the post-match stuff with Christian? That I mean, a bit strange. I, I don't understand why he's challenging for the Impact title. I um, assume one of these isn't happening. I put, I, I sense nonsense on everyone. Yeah. Yeah, but they uh, can't. They can't cancel the one on Rampage. That's that's been advertised as your first match on Rampage. You can't. Well, no, that, I mean that's Friday, that, isn't it? That's this Friday, right? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah, God, it is tomorrow. Well, well, Saturday for us, yeah, but. <laughs> unless you stay, unless you're staying up till what 10 p.m. American, so That's four still in the morning here, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're not going to run the same match twice, sure. Surely not. Something's got to happen between now. Something's got to happen then, has it? Mm. Hangman, <laughs> he's back. Yeah, you know, all been a swerve. They don't tend to do that. Do they? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 is Christian just going to come out, get beat up for twenty minutes, and then do the fucking kill switch and win? Because that's what seems to happen every match with him. Makes the impact belt in it. No one really cares. Oh gosh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's just yeah. I don't know. Christian's not really done anything to sort of wow me. It feels very. Yeah, look, we got Christian. Yeah, he's not really had a chance to 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 get into stuff and have a proper proper feud with stuff, has he? It's it's he's just there. Yeah, like, like okay. a lighthouse. Yeah, or something that remains in a place for a long period of time. Yeah, it's it's fine. I'm ex- you know it's good that if he's going to be sort of um, Jurassic Express's sort of voice for a while. I'm there for that because he's a good talker, and neither of those two are. So you yeah, know, to be, to be fair, one of them's a dinosaur. I know, but we've all seen Bing the Elite. He can talk. He's got a degree in like medieval literature or something. So, yeah, it's fun. Speak, it's speak, go on. Speaking of being the Elite, did you watch the the CD? Yes. Oh, I'm not not even talk to me brain. about that. Yeah. yeah. Onion Ninjas snuck in and yeah. Yeah, oh, Dark Order commercially. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's go. If you've not seen that, go and check it out. The greatest so, hits right, of right breaking my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Um, back to Dynamite. Have the face and heels tunnels changed? Like switched? Um, I didn't know. I think they did actually, didn't they? Because yeah, the heels were coming out of the right side. Yeah, I'm sure, I didn't I'm notice. Sure that, I'm sure they normally come out. I the think left. yeah, yeah, they normally used to come out on the left. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe um, maybe it's opposite day. <laughs> I didn't notice. Yeah. What else? What else did you enjoy on the uh, show, Jam? Um, I spotted this weird thing in the signs. Is it, have you seen? Notice there's a bunch of like video game signs at AEW shows now. <laughs> there's always said Shin Megami Tensei three sixteen, EverQuest sixty four is better than Final Fantasy eight, and MJF has a Hello Kitty Dreamcast. <laughs> MJF has a Hello Kitty Dreamcast. <laughs> Made me chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, because it just made me laugh. It didn't... <laughs> this is a thing. Apparently, this uh, is a thing. I'm. Genuinely no idea what it's about at all. Yeah. <laughs> I think they've just started bringing back, you know, like in the Attitude Era, there was all them wacky signs in the crowd. I think they're just doing that again now. And it's, yeah. I'm I, on board. I, <laughs> yeah, I'll In terms of actual wrestling, uh, Fuego is going to get murdered by Miro. <laughs> <laughs> the first luchador in space I've got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to get legitimately murdered, isn't he? Oh, poor Fuego. And then, and then Bronson Reed's coming after him. Oh, yeah. I mean, yes, please. Big men slapping meat. Lovely stuff. Yeah. Another good promo. I'm say I beat the shit out of Lee Johnson and I please my wife again and again. <laughs> 
He's great. Uh, I'm a big fan of Miro's. I don't know what. Uh, you, what would you even call his character? Uh, the Redeemer, isn't he? The Redeemer, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, again, it's nice to see that he's uh, been given room to sort of grow and fiddle about with it and, and become this almost sort of, I don't know, Christ-like figure that he sees himself as. Yep. But I, again, until someone shows up and takes it off him, who is the who? Who? Yeah. I mean, if Bronson Reed shows up, that is going to be, going to have to reinforce the ring for those two. But yeah. <laughs> ring, building, the street outside. <laughs> yeah. The, but, the impacts of the slaps are going to be... Uh... Like shockwaves. Literally can't see anyone taking it off Miro without some sort of wacky bullshit. And that would cheapen his whole whole thing, yeah. Yeah. I'll figure something out. Happy for him to have it for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's just yeah. that thing, though, where everyone at the start was like, oh, doing this stupid computer thing. And it's like, he's just come out of a company where every management hated him. Let him find his feet. Let him yeah. be. Let him, let him have a run with it and stuff. You know, uh, on that being the elite this week, they said, didn't they? Like when they did that basketball promo thing, they were like, yeah, it was all just we wanted to do it because, you know, we get notes, but it's not four pages of script that we have to memorize. Yeah. yeah. And they said they, um, they were improvising it, improvising changes to it while yeah. we're doing it, right? What works, what doesn't work. You've been doing yeah. it that long, you know what's. Exactly. I did, I did like uh, Kenny's, are you saying boo or boo earns this week <laughs> as well? That made me laugh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, mate, you're supposed to be like this sort of bastard, and yet you can't help being a goofy knobhead, can you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I think makes it better, to yeah, be honest. Yeah. But I know other people are like, oh, he's supposed to be this. And I'm like, oh, he's wrestling. Oh, you can't have fun with it. What's the point? I do enjoy the ongoing saga of him trying to shave his beard. <laughs> yeah. And every every time something happens. <laughs> it's, it's just good that fun, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Darby Allen mm-hmm. and Dad and Lad against 2.0 next week. Yes. Um, That'll be fun. Yeah. But Darby Allen as well is one of those who's great at putting people over even in loss. Yeah, yeah. that's true. He does a good... Yeah. Um, I don't know how to put I'm, it. He's always a scrappy underdog despite not being the underdog. Yeah, time. despite being yeah. a TNT, former TNT champion, yeah. everyone still is like, oh, he's going to get his ass handed to him. <laughs> uh, it's like Jeff Hardy. Yeah, 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 it is that thing of... Uh, it's. Uh, I did also like Jim Ross just being perpetually confused. <laughs> where he was like, is that bruising? And Excalibur's like, no, that's his paint. It's <laughs> 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 like, of course it's fucking paint, mate. <laughs> My favorite, my favorite one was Don Callis when he's like, "It's a six-man beef," and they're like, "There's, there's only four was there," and he's like, "Yeah, I count for four men." And then Tony just went, "That'd be seven men," and there was like nothing. It was like 15 seconds of silence. Yeah. <laughs> Don's just being schooled. Do you notice actually when Christian came out? I think he said, "There's ten of us here." <laughs> And there's only one of you, and it's like, oh, like ten? Yeah. Well, I think yeah, it's just yeah, it's silly goodness, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else? We had Nyla and Chris Statlander. That was a shocker. That was. In a good way. Quick match. Her handstand walk away from the rope into it. I've often wondered yeah. why people don't just do that. but yeah. <laughs> And then she got speared while upside down, which <laughs> seems painful. Yeah. And her um, pendulum moonsault off the apron was pretty cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, powerbomb to a 450 splash for a clean win in like a few minutes. Don't think anyone saw yeah. that coming. Uh, no. So uh, they're either building her up to be a, a contender when... Uh, Brit legitimately does a murder on Red Velvet on Friday. <laughs> 
Because yeah. um, this seems to, like, seems to have come out of nowhere. And like, yeah, I mean, I remember seeing Red Velvet debut on, on Dark and stuff and watching her get her ass handed to her week in, week out. And stuff. So it is nice, but it doesn't feel like organic. I think this was this was supposed to be for Brandy or something. I don't, I, I don't know. But, I don't know. Yeah. They need a bit more some long-term stories in the women's division, I think. I mean, I guess you've got Britain Thunder Rosa, but they don't want that to happen immediately. No, you've got to build up to that. I mean, so, Thunder Rosa's still on... Uh, wrestled on dark this week didn't she yeah yeah so again time well you know it'll come to it i think you're probably going to get that after uh after um thingy this week aren't you? after rampage someone's going to come out and have a go uh yeah i mean I, I don't know what the towel thing is in pittsburgh but a lot of people had towels i i know about this actually so, okay. um because yeah just when he said have you got your towels ready so um pittsburgh steelers uh we're trying to excite their fans and one of the players, Myron Cope, um, in the 1975 playoff final, had urged fans to take yellow dish towels and wave them throughout the game. And that's what that's all the fans are doing ah, in the game. And they right. won. They then went on to win a Super Bowl the following January. And oh, okay. the Steelers then brought in gold towels that said Myron Cope's terrible towel, which is what them towels said when it did a right. Close, close up. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and they 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 said the towel inspires them to victories. The nice little thing to this though is that he, he he he's passed away now but he he passed on the rights to it to allegheny valley school in pittsburgh um and that is a school that cares for children adults and senior citizens with um, mental retardation and physical disabilities and they've raised like over a million dollars through the sales of these towels oh, oh that's nice. creepy then isn't it which is a nice nice little oh, story there lovely people yeah Oh, yeah. Okay, I, cool. Yeah. I enjoyed the Brit stuff though. I enjoyed that they didn't make her treat them like she was still a heel. Like if if that was WWE, she'd have shit all over her town and then lost the match. She um, came out <laughs> in a in a Pittsburgh Penguins like inspired ring gear though. You can't do that. It's the yeah. bizarrest thing. They have heels who are so over. So it's yeah, it's 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 bewildering. But it's a new and exciting thing, isn't it? Like she's yeah. just good, though, isn't she? Like even when she's a she's a, she's a heel, you still go, yeah, yeah. Still yeah. good. Yeah. It's bewildering. <laughs> yeah. Uh disappointed in the impact tag titles thing just felt, felt felt a bit fillery um but i did like the fact that only three of the dark order came out so there is some dissension in the ranks there yeah. but yeah. i mean i hope it's not forever and i hope we don't get like some weird dark order and dark order 2.0 but <laughs> i will say about grayson again is showing how underrated he is some of those moves he did like a twisting splash off a middle rope i mean yeah the man's a lunatic yeah <laughs> i think he stepped it- off anderson to D- for ddt was yes. Yeah, uh, it's good that he's getting a chance to shine, really, because he's sort of been lost in the in the mix, isn't it? But yeah. after that tornado spin thing off out of the ring in that in that ten man one, at yeah. this, it's like, yeah, the boy's got skills, and he's it's good they're giving him a, a little moment to go out and use him. And then, like Uno launched him at uh, Gallows in the house. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Just fun. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but yeah, felt a bit a bit cheap at the ending. I mean, they were never going to win the Impact titles on another show, were they? But no. it felt a bit. Bit, bit rushed and a bit sloppy and as for the, I the did, last I did find last... it weird they got a shot though considering they lost that match I know that was for the AEW tag titles yeah I think it's, it's just to further along both stories isn't it and somewhere yeah. down the line they're going to meet again yeah, that's good that's good yeah. and well, then fi- finally the uh, the last trial of Jericho yeah, it was, a... it was fine. He didn't fall down. But I was like, after having him mashed up with a pizza cutter, and like, yeah, to just have him go up <laughs> against Wardlow, 
was a bit anticlimactic. Yeah, it was. But the thing I took more about it was the opening promo of the show when he brought back the fact they didn't do the job against Cody. Yeah, yeah, like he did in the cage. I was like, all right, mate, that rubbing in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's labor number five. No Judas effect. No music. No, <laughs> yeah, which and means I'm... the crowd are going to be singing their ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. I did no, enjoy no, his no. little caption though, saying "enjoying the carnage in Jericho" yeah. when he came out. Um, <laughs> it still annoys me that people don't know the words to Judas. Right? When they yeah, cut to people in the crowd and they're singing the wrong words, it's like it's not hard. No, it's a fucking Chris oh, Jericho God. song for Christ's sake. Uh, yeah, yeah. The crowd—it's it's just a way of game to get him further, further ingratiated, isn't it? Further, further face him up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no Judas yeah. effect, no music, no pyro, no nothing. <laughs> I, I kind of assume this would be it all out, but it sounds like it's next week, which is. I thought he's going to come up with. A way of wheedling his way out of it, uh, and it was going to be it all out. Yeah, but something could still happen, I guess. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, yeah, yeah it's been interesting to watch, but yeah. as, a, as I a, did, I did, I did learn one other thing though: that if I was being beaten up by somebody, I would not want Paul White to make his slow save for me. Yeah, because I would true. be dead by the time he got there. It was real life. <laughs> Paul White, definitely not Big Show. Legally distinct song from Big Show, right? Legally enough. <laughs> but not, I noticed not... in the song. He does the well as well, doesn't he? Yeah. There is some. No, it's a yeah. Yeah, it's, it's legally enough, but um, noticeable still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really care about QT Marshall, and, no, and it's it's fine. It's lower card stuff. Are we going to get Big Show? Sorry, not Big Show. Having having a wrestle against QT because he's just going to yeah, legitimately like just put him through the floor. <laughs> I mean, poor Aaron Solo, like, he got whiplash, he got bounced down that hard. But, yeah, it's, I <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't really care. Also, annoyed that Tony's son doesn't look like him in the same way that Arn Anderson's son is the spitting image of him. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you're criticizing Michelle for that. Like, it's get a better son. Arn Anderson, look, Arn Anderson's son looks more like Arn Anderson than Arn Anderson does. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they got Arn Anderson and just refined him down more. Yeah. But yeah, it's good. And also, we're going to get, I think we're going to get Pac and Andrade at some point, aren't we, as well? Possibly at all. Like, the custody of the Lucha Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Pack shouting, come and have a go. You think you're hard enough, maybe very happy. I need to get a gif of that, yeah, because that's yeah. gonna be another one like with Billy Big Bollocks, yeah. 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 Uh Pack and Andrade will be a cracker. And I think Pack will lose and then Phoenix will uh Penta will, will, will smash him up. But I did like as well that Pack's learned some Spanish. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, I was that's good, isn't it? Like, yeah. He's got his translation book in his trunks. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like he was like Penta says I'm like no no we don't need that <laughs> yeah he already knows he speaks the language of violence yeah, yeah. Uh, it was fine uh, I'm excited to see what happens at Rampage it's an hour show so I think what it's going to be like three matches four matches three well yeah they've announced three haven't they yeah so it'll be three and then some filler it's fine yeah look forward to it um, yeah that's AEW then yep. cool um, I'm going to sum up Raw in one sentence really Randy came back RK bro were very over he turned on Riddle at the end and that was yeah. About what I got out of the three-hour show. Hell, surprise there! Eh? Who would have seen that coming? Yeah, uh, could be a good match. He's 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 come on a lot. Whatever I think of him, I can't doubt his wrestling abilities. I just think they could have kept it going longer. Oh, to be honest, like, minute, really, yeah. really, 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 really get it in because I was like, everyone was like, it's going to happen. You can see it coming a mile off. But if they'd have eked it out a bit, it would have been a bit more exciting. But yeah, yeah, shite. <laughs> 
and over the Cross beat Jeff Hardy. No, he did. That that was a better match. Yeah, was a better match. This one. That's what their first match should have been. Um, but yeah, that was better. Uh, he's kind of indicated on Twitter as well that Scarlett will be joining him soon. Um, which will be good because at the moment he's talking to a, um, a sand timer that doesn't actually trip sand. That's nope. static. Yep. Which is hilarious. Again, this is sort of speculation, rumors, but I'd heard that the plan was him to lose a lot and then Scarlett would come back. <laughs> And then when you, when you say when you say you heard this, you mean I told you this because I made it up. Well, the Scarlet will come back. I said this. I said he's going to lose everything. He's going to lose the NXT uh, thing at Takeover, and then he's going to come to the main roster, get battered, and then Scarlet's going to show up, and then he's going to become Murderbot Three Thousand. No, I saw that on on the website as well. So oh, all right. good, uh, good, good prediction to you. I thought I'd made that up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you could have done both. Yeah, yeah. Because um... then Jeff got COVID, and they were just like, "Oh, screw that plan." <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Have him fight this hedge. Yeah, that was about. That was about it. Oh, Miz appears to be clear now as well. He uh, jumped up out of his wheelchair at one point. Um, Morrison had a shot look on his face, which I don't know if that's going to indicate that something may happen between them two. Like, he's, like I've been pushing you around for all this time, and you're actually okay. Um, which I hope Morrison be. goes on a on a tear. Starts going back. Oh, to... he's, he's 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 so good in the ring. Yeah, <laughs> I love watching his matches. It's just a shame that he keeps having the same match as his well, I mean, raw way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's anything else tried on Raw? There wasn't really much. I, I watched the ups and downs of it. I, I'm not until it gets good. I mean, but I ain't wasting three hours of my week, man. No, no. Um, SmackDown, uh, before we start, Paul did send an interesting uh message in the group on Saturday morning, noticing about Roman's tracksuits matching yes. those of the rock from back in the day. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Black, black tracksuit with a white, white trim down the side. Um, not something I had spotted, but Paul had spotted that, so I just wanted to shout that out. Roman then promptly came out in a nice brand new tracksuit for this Smackdown but sort <laughs> <laughs> of stuff in there um, God I think it, we, we were in Markham when this happened yeah um, what what happened there oh uh, there was some good stuff with Seth and Edge so they're getting the match at SummerSlam um, Edge called Seth Edge Light which is Ooh. what started to rile Seth up uh, Seth wasn't there he was on the Titan Tron um, and then Seth accepted his challenge the, the one thing that did interest me though is Seth called himself the architect which was his old moniker from yes. back in the shield days yeah, yeah yeah and he also said to edge something like i'm the architect and you've always got to have a plan b which was have you seen the shield turn yeah yeah. Turn? yeah yeah that was triple h's line to him to trigger the, the turn oh, I, just, I, just found okay. it, I found it interesting that he, he he brought up that as a line i don't know why it might just be random but calling himself the architect and saying that made me Ooh, well, wonder. it's the forbidden door that opened that Moxley's going to return. <laughs> yeah, <imagine>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Comes in with his gas mask on and, it, and it, it syringe up his ass. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that then. that was a real story. Like. <laughs> um, I yeah, I remember. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, bad days. Um, what and they've also got this. They have these weird habits. Do we do of doing stuff that I don't fully understand? They've started naming a lot of matches championship contender matches, which is the champion fighting someone who wants to challenge him. Which I know they do, and they often have the champion lose to set up a match for it. Which is yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you've earned your chop. They started calling championship contender matches, which I'm just like, what the hell? Uh, Zelina yeah. had one against Bianca. Um, has yeah, Zelina won yet since she came back? Um, Say again. Has Zelina won yet since she came back? No, she, I think she's she was zero three or zero four because she she came out and 
was was having a go at someone about losing the other week. Like, well, don't won anything. Doesn't make any sense. Um, she did fight um, Bianca later on in the night, and uh, yeah. Sasha Sasha came out during it. Sasha came out during the military press being executed by Bianca. Um, but yeah, the, the main. I think she's getting a shot at whoever wins after, despite winning zero matches. Mm-hmm. I just feel really bad for. Her. Apparently, the main reason she wanted to come back to WWE was that Alistair Black was there. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Um, and it's internal logic. I think you were saying about the when Charlotte and Rhea and the um, the DQ or whatever the yeah. view was like the internal logic and consistency of some stuff and SmackDown is a bit nonsense at the moment. So we had that Finn contract shite last week. Yeah, yep. which. Um, uh, who called it out? Bala called it out as crap. Um, Heyman <laughs> called it out as crap. He then told Zelina, Zelina has challenged Bianca and Bianca has accepted. She accepted that before Sasha came back. Yep. Right. So Zelina's gone to Adam Pearce and Sonya and they've gone, well, you can't make matches. Like, we make the matches and we can't do this match without promotion. And she's like, well, Bianca's accepted, so what's the issue? And then they're like, well, you can have the winner, the bloody blah, blah, after after SummerSlam. It's like, okay, fair enough. And then in your next segment, you've got Seth and Edge having a go at it, in which Edge makes the match for the two of them at SummerSlam, which Seth accepts. And then it's like, ta-da, this is happening at SummerSlam. And like, and I think they even had the cheat to say something to Zelina, like the contract's already signed for SummerSlam. <laughs> just like, what? don't bring contracts up. Don't it's garbage. It's, it's it's an absolute mess. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did enjoy though was Balor squashed Corbin. He then grabbed the mic and said, "The smiley, smiley Balor of three years ago probably would have just smiled and moved on, but that Balor is dead." Yeah. Um, I'm, and I'm coming for you, John Cena. And I was like, "Yep." Yes. Uh, also, so very he- much loving sad Corbin. I'm, did you watch that video I sent? It's great. Fucking brilliant. It's me on the van. That's not you. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little bits. They're like he's got mustard up his shirt, and like, oh, it's beautiful. When he sits in, when he sits in front of the van as well, but he's sat in front of John Cena, who is like nobody can see me. <laughs> <laughs> again, yeah. Uh, sad Corbin. Yeah, it's made it's made me care about Baron Corbin again. I know. So that's a weird world. Weird how you showed up on Raw this week as well, didn't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, happy that. Finn called that out and said that I'm not this smiley because that was a lot of people's worry because that's what he effectively was on the main roster the smiley yeah. happy go lucky yeah. guy did not want to see that back we've got murder Finn he, it's great murder Finn's the best <laughs> put Cena on call and basically said I'm coming for you still roaming um, so yeah looking forward to that yeah, that was it from yeah that was it from Smackdown yeah so I remember yeah that's how we're marking so it was more of a quick watch that one um, NXT was it's, it's been affected clearly uh, I would say yeah, yeah. stuff that's going on didn't start there being some good matches um the the opening match i think was the best oh no sorry the opening and last matches were superb so yeah. kai and sarai uh, ember moon was she she's not cleared for for, for yeah right. we don't know what that it is a, that was a really so... good match though yeah I mean, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> fast paced and hard hitting, and the, back and um, forth all the way through it. It was, yeah, it was great. And the, uh, the finisher was like Sammy chasing. You always know, said last week about Sammy chasing Nakamura, the Haluba kick, yeah, did something similar. Like, it's that oh, bottom cool. rope, like kick to the face thing. You know, the other week she did it, she did it broke that, look like she broke that lass's neck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it the, yeah. it's dirty that. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it, is. it is. What did you make of Indexy's first date? Oh, mate, it's quality, isn't it? I don't know where they're going with this at all because 
it appears there's no plot apart from just doing fun bits for me now. Uh, <laughs> this, yeah. is our, this is our demographic, and it's just a picture, it's of, picture of me. Two thumbs up, that. Um, do you have protection? I don't need protection. I'm a former tag team champion. That's <laughs> fucking great, isn't it? Uh, I also like the fact they went to an Italian restaurant and um, went to an Italian restaurant, and Johnny Gargano, his made-up name was Jean-Paul, which is a French name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's it's. I I don't know how much more legs this has got in it, but I'm I'm on board for it. I love it. It's just daft shit in it. It's Johnny posted a picture of himself on Twitter afterwards, of it, dressed up as it. Yeah. Just, oh, how can you mistake this for Johnny Gargano or something like that? I'll get my waiter's license out. It's just dumb shit. It's great. Um, yeah, it was, it was... Austin's running naked in the wilderness. We bought this house the for the kids. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming they're going to be out for for a while. Well, um, Johnny's not, is he? But yeah, and he so, had a waiter uh, license as well. That's what I said. I'll get my waiter's license out. I was like, well, that's not a thing. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, I don't know where they're going with it, but I like it. It's it's daft. It's silly. It's it it, it sort of fills in that hole that the early. Um, LA Knight thing did as well, which has now gone full sort of circle, and we're now yeah. going to get him um, with Ted DiBiase's soul on the line. Yeah, he may become the butler. <laughs> yeah, it's well. not going to. He's going to get the three matches in his third match. He's going to he's going to win. He's going to the moon, and then he's going to get the million dollar championship that he should have got. And it's been a nice little little program they've had. It's filled what three three four months. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it surprised me. I wasn't invested at the start, but. Um, no. um, talking to reverse that I was invested at the start but not really now and I can't really believe I'm saying this is Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole it's become a bit of an imitation of like their opening promos on themselves months ago before the first match were brilliant like really raw and yeah. felt real and it just feels diluted I mean, and repeated now it's the third one in it and they've made it a, like <laughs> it's like the greatest two out of yeah and I'm like <laughs> fucking hell how much time are they going to give this I know. so we've got yeah what is it a singles match a street fight and then a steel cage match which you know you're going to get all three yeah i don't right I'll, I'll watch it and it'll probably be cracking but if i ever see them in the same ring well adam cole won't be in the same ring again probably it'll be too soon yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah that's isn't cole be that same one with gargano like exactly the same stick yeah yeah and it became yeah. incredibly like uh gimmick heavy and because the first stuff. match of those is great and then but that one's not oh, bad yeah. but it's, it's still it's still a good match but it, like, it's not as... they, they, had, they had three matches the first two were good and then the other yeah two yeah it's the best, the best out of yeah, it's fine. I don't really care anymore. No. Yeah, it's got that point, hasn't it? Yeah. I did like um, MSK's promo. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're just daft lads, aren't they? Mucking about. It's always nice to see. Um well, so, oh, uh, I did like I did like the end. Yeah, main event. Um, well, not even that, but like when Dragunov came out and made his his speech and stuff. Yeah. It was genuinely like, okay, you you go and murder him then. <laughs> I want you to now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, um, I mean, I was hyped after last week's thing for that. But yeah, them and Pete done together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a superb reversal of submission sequence. That bit was wave. tremendous. Yeah, because it looked like they were trying to pull each other's arms and legs. <laughs> Was, uh, yeah, it, it was great. I mean, I'm not I'm not normally one for the WWE. Someone shows up mid-match and the other person loses. But this one, I think, went really well. And it was sold for me by Dragonoff's face. When Walter's music hit, 
his face it was like like we said about in the video when he looks like he's just crying into his hands trying not to look at walter screaming at him yes it was like in, in german yeah yeah um yeah his face just was really good and it, it kind of sold the stuff going on in his head about this and then yeah he looked a bit pained and then done one obviously but yeah it's um it's gonna puts be good. Him more underdog makes him more underdog i think for this yeah well. but walter's had that belt since dinosaurs roamed the earth though hasn't he so like yeah. it's been a long time <laughs> it's time for a change isn't it really and yeah. what better person to give it to yeah and then we get uh, Walter over with Imperium to, to stomp some heads. There is a... Th- all right, not just, just right. Uh, that's, that's like NXT done. But I also heard a rumour going around again as well that AEWs are looking at a trios title as well. <laughs> is a, I think we see this every week. Comes around every four months or so, doesn't it? But um, yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. There's so many trios matches. Can we just do it, please? Yeah. Well, yeah, I so, forgot the, the Orange Cassidy one. Oh, yeah. Which was... It was fun. It was dumb. Chuck Taylor is the best thing on television i don't care whether it's on being the elite where he's critiquing other people's matches <laughs> uh yeah look we've told you oh, before he's... if it counts to three it's <laughs> That's over. It. game over <laughs> yeah uh yeah or whether it's him like awful waffling people and then just mugging to the camera the wrong <laughs> camera as well i hate <laughs> yeah well we we are you to definitely got potential yeah we are you as a boy yeah uh, Matt Hardy as well. Uh, it's time to pack it in now, mate. <laughs> yeah, I just don't care for that gimmick. I was very excited for Damascus, and well, maybe it'll this. come. Maybe it'll come back. Uh, crowds are well. They're, they're all they're all going to turn on him, aren't they? Yeah, they're all well, going to turn on him at some point, so. aren't they? And yeah, yeah. And then he'll be left destitute, and it'll break him. And then Jeff will show up, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bray Wyatt appears, and. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. that's it for the uh, show reviews this week. Yes, indeed. Uh, uh, onto the topic now, and we wanted to discuss uh, the the indie wrestling scene. Uh, something that we have uh, been to a couple of shows recently, Catch Pro in Manchester, and this week, and we went to Markham for Odyssey Pro Wrestling, and we have fully got the buzz for the scene. So we wanted to highlight some promotions and some wrestlers who were out there, but we knew that with our limited knowledge, it probably won't be that interesting. So we have a special guest who was on from the scene um, in Isaiah Quinn. Uh, which you, I've said your name now, but you want to introduce yourself and who you are, where we can find you, what you do. Hello, hello. My name is Isaiah Quinn, aka the Guiding Light. Uh, yeah, um, I am uh, a well, retired wrestler now doing um, managing and commentary, behind scenes stuff. Uh, I am on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me uh, at Guiding Light IQ on both of them. I'm also on Facebook with that, but I don't don't use that that much with Isaiah Quinn's stuff. Yes, that is that is me. Thank you very much for having me. No, thank you. Um, we. I think Joel, Joel, you've got the the shirt, haven't you? The... Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I, I, yeah. Awesome. it was it was it was Butcher said. Uh, I think you went to the same school as him. That's right. And I was like, I've never met someone who went to the same school as me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. And it was uh, yeah. I, I found a couple of your matches on YouTube and and stuff. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. they might have been older ones. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. When we were all a lot younger. Yeah, um, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I like the the shtick. I like the I like, yeah, I like the gimmick thing. I'm always a big fan of slightly sort of spooky, mm. slightly, not to be like thinking, but like slightly goofy sort of stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. What's not to love, yeah. Well, I appreciate the, the purchase of the T-shirt. Oh, your stickers on my base <laughs> and everything now. For the eight people that come to our shows, it'll be free advertising for you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
No. How long have you been retired now? Uh, since the end of lockdown. Uh, yeah, I retired because I was having some neck issues and uh, it just was not worth continuing with it. So rather than just kind of pack it all in, you know, I love the kind of creative aspects of wrestling. So I just decided to kind of just take a step sideways, really. Um, that's why I kind of gone down the managing route and things like that. How have you found that transition over to that side of it? Yeah, I mean, I think initially it was a little bit difficult with just wanting to kind of get into the ring and do stuff. <laughs> but I knew that if I started giving myself an inch, I'd I'd, uh, I'd want to keep doing more. And I don't think that would have been best health-wise. So I felt like I've always had the kind of um, the character stuff about me anyway. So that was fairly easy to transition into into managing because it's just doing more of of the kind of the character work and the crowd engagement than you know, I was doing in the ring. Yeah. yeah, and you that's all in your Twitter. You said you, you put quite a lot over the last year into the Guiding Light TV gimmick, haven't you? And uh, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you like it. I mean, if that, that, uh, yeah, if, if you've not seen it, there's um, there's a bunch of stuff on uh, on YouTube. Um, I think it's the Guiding Light Community Trust on there or Guiding Light TV. I can't remember, I should really memorize that, but um, <laughs> started off, <laughs> yeah, uh, started off in lockdown. You know, I was furloughed from work, I was bored. Um, and I thought, what better time to collaborate with people who were also not in work and bored? So managed to get some really funny videos out of uh, out of people and kind of branded it as my new, a new TV channel. And that was what I was doing. That's what I was using to kind of brainwash people. Whereas kind of in the past, it was just kind of uh, dark. I don't know if you can swear on this. So yeah. I'll just uh, yeah. yeah, dark dark bastard Isaiah Quinn, who's a cult, <laughs> cult leader. But now I, I kind of feel like um I've added another string to my bow with this because it's let let me kind of um just have fun with it and do stupid stuff with it, but I can still maintain that serious aspect if needed. So um yeah, I don't know. I mean, not sure how up you are with the indie scene. Managed to have some really good people on there from the indie scene from the northwest, people like Alexis Falcon, who are now on the WWE network, um, Big Guns Joe, who's on the WWE network, you know, they're all they're all on progress wrestling shows. Um oh, cool. yeah, so and uh, you know, good lads like synergy who were if you you were at opw the other day weren't you and yeah we came up against them uh they're great they've got a massive future ahead i'm sure and massive because they are massive as well big lads yeah i saw saw them behind the merch booth i was like how far away are they yeah yes meat meat machines big meat machines (laughs) big meaty men yeah yeah yes yeah yeah, well, talking about PW, we start there really because we were we were there this week and we we that that crowd was that was insane, man. That was yeah. Hot, I mean, we went it? went to the catch one. Catch was good. We, uh, we enjoyed catch. Really enjoyed yeah. the in ring product there. I think yeah. it, was, it was it felt quite weird being there because it was the first weekend of like the lockdown complete like, yeah. ending. And it, yeah, it, that was a weird one. This Morgan crowd though was it, it was it was wild. They were how, into it, yeah. yeah. How was it was... for you as a performer and that? Yeah, it's, it was a bit of a bucket list thing for me. Um, when I started, I'd always heard about how it's th- there is a phrase that they say it's real in Morecambe. Um, yes. <laughs> they, they, they. I, I thought there was a couple of guys in the front row there that I thought were going to beat me up. Like I thought they were going to, they were lunging at me, and I was a little bit um, taken aback by that. They were, they were wild. Uh, uh, so, we, we 
saw you take a, a, a kick in at one point by someone in the yeah, front Yeah, you, you were laid down in front. Oh, yeah. You'd been knocked down off the ring apron and someone kicked you in your back and you you you, you, you sold it very well was while moving away from it. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a tiny little kick. It was like an Orange Cassidy kick and then you, you sold it wonderfully and uh, <laughs> moved a bit further away from the feet. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. kick me when I'm down. I mean, rude. <laughs> no, a great show, yeah. that though. Morecambe, yeah, really uh, I've, I've never seen anything like that, ever. Yeah. I, I'm genuinely scared at one point. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, they were crazy. They were crazy wild. Oh, and that was, the, that was the first show running there. Um, a lot of the, I can't, gosh, who was it? it used to, so it used to be, there used to be a promotion called Alpha Omega that ran up there. Um, and, you know, really, I really wanted to get on their shows, but it, I was very green, didn't really get out and about much. And um, they ended up stopping running. Um, I can't remember how long ago, but uh, no one ran there for a while. So OPW, Od- Odyssey have kind of took up that mantle. Um, so a lot of the, a lot of the guys that you might have saw uh, at the show, some of them were Alpha Omega kind of um you know originals um and they've i think it's Alpha Omega anyway i might be getting mixed up but i'm so sh- i'm sure someone will correct me on on the twitter machine um, <laughs> but uh yeah so people like alexis barkham were already you know a big deal up in morecambe and um who else sexy, uh, Ken. sexy kev was a big deal so was uh mark Meltzer as well and um, yeah yeah yes. he got a big big pop didn't he yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all, all character stuff up there they they love that sort of stuff yeah it was um oh, what was he called the scotty, lad from scotty rock scotty rock, that scotty was rock. there was yeah. an old man behind me screaming at him and i was like <laughs> mate calm calm down your, your grand <laughs> your grandson's there is this the lasting memory you want him to have <laughs> It's not real, like you know what I mean. And he was, no, I've <laughs> never seen such hatred in a man's eyes. It was terrifying. Yeah, they they go all in there. It's great because uh, yeah. that was the thing I noticed. That, like the Manchester one was a lot more sort of we enjoy it for for what it is. Whereas in Morecambe they were like we want to see someone murder somebody in front of us. Uh, it, yeah, it's just opposite ends of the of the spectrum with it. It was I, I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed Morecambe though because yeah, it was just anarchy. <laughs> Yeah, I think Catch kind of um, seemed to cater for um, kind of almost like wrestling fans, like pro, like pro wrestling guys. You know what I mean, the indie the indie scene. Whereas like Odyssey, and you know, and there's other promotions as well around that are local that that cater kind of for families. You know, that they're, they're very much of like you know, if we can get the kids. You know, the parents will come along too and then they'll tell their friends and then they'll want to take their kids and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And it's, it's very, there's lots of different types of shows around uh, the UK scene. Are you uh, are you looking to go towards um, some deathmatch shows, 18 plus shows at all? Um, this this one in Liverpool? A friend of mine uh, from the Untitled Wrestling Podcast went and watched the one in, was it in Liverpool? It was the uh, women's tournament of death. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, look. <laughs> Looked at the matches and was like, Lego, fine, seen that before. Um, thumbtacks, fine, seen carpet, carpet grips. No, nope, I'm out. Sorry, yeah. that's <laughs> gross. I can't, ah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's some uh, some nasty stuff that goes oh, on there. It's not for everyone. Apparently, it, it was brutal. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not for everyone, but I think that's the point in in the indie scenes is that there is something for everyone. Um, yeah, yeah. So I was gonna, that was going to be one of my questions, like for for people like us who've not been to our first show like within a month. Like, if, if someone's listening to this and all they really know is WWE or AEW, yeah. like how would you sell the indie scene people and, and encourage them to go out and and watch? Um, yeah, I guess it depends what you want. If you if you're a 
if you're a family person, there are loads of great family shows out there. You know, places like um, Future Shock, you've got a show, show on Saturday uh, at the Stockport Guildhall. Really good family-friendly shows, um, bags of characters in there. But, you know, if you're like your, if you're like a smart fan um who watches kind of wwe aw maybe branches out to tna maybe ring of honor and then you know you've got your other smaller um these smaller promotions if you're looking to break into the the british scene you, you've got places like catch and um tnt you know who are the kind of cater for yeah yeah kind of wrestling kind of fans um uh yeah something something for everyone really i i i particularly lean towards you know character based sort of stuff anyways i'm sure you can see i mean it wasn't i mean i was say I, I got by in the ring when i was a wrestler i managed to do you know i kept up um but bread and butter for me is, is the kind of uh character stuff promo stuff yeah. what are the promotions that you enjoy working with that kind of allow that aspect to... yeah so i kind of cut my teeth at gpw um who were a wigan promotion I've been around now. I want to say that next year will be their 20th year, I believe, which is a very long time for a, yeah. a wrestling company. If you, especially when you think about pre-boom, pre-indie boom days, you know, they were going in at that time. And uh, yeah, so I kind of cut my teeth there um, with a lot of the, the sort of character stuff. I managed to uh, had a nice feud with uh, Damon Lee, who is... A stalwart of the of the British scene in the Northwest in particular. Gosh, he's been wrestling. Oh, he's probably coming up to 20 years, you know. He's probably around the 17-year mark and learned a lot of him, learned a lot, lot of other people. Um, Pinfall, who were very like a smaller kind of um uh, promotion, you know, they 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 work on on trainees and and you know try and get them ready ready for shows, and then ultimately they can kind of move on into um you know to, you know learn different things from different training schools and whatever. Yeah, so there's loads loads of places. Um, you'll 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 the more you go, the more you'll kind of figure out which which kind of styles you like. Some some mix it up a little bit depending on who they've got on the show. Um, but like your smaller ones, probably more character driven as well. Yeah, am I right in thinking GPW's got like its own like wrestling training program as well? He did, yeah. So um, that's where I started training. Um, right. They had their own training school. It was in Openshaw in Manchester. Um, they had a massive twenty foot ring. It was like WWE size ring, which is un- isn't you know is is uncom- was uncommon back in them days. Like they used to be a lot smaller. Hmm. But we had a full sized ring, um, and it you, yeah, it's a different animal when you work in different sized rings. You've got to be very kind of that's what why they say ring awareness because yeah. you know less steps to the rope you know less <laughs> movement um yeah i used to train for gbw and then they kind of did a bit of a merge with pinfall um to do like a kind of collaboration of inductions for new new wrestlers and wrestling trainees uh future shocker trained there for a bit as well um yeah so this this uh there's LWF as well. I didn't, I haven't trained there, but um, Carl Clinch and Steve Bibby, they're based up in um, Chorley Way. They're quite fun shows. They've got a show um, this week, haven't they? I think. They have, yeah. They've got yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right near the train station. And I'm like, shall I bother? <laughs> they're, fun, they're fun shows. They packed, they packed out their last show. Um, I went to that and it was great. There was some really good matches on the card. And um, 
yeah, your synergy were on that as well. They had a good, they had a good match, and it's nice to see like you know up and comers and, and maybe sort of think, oh, I wouldn't you know I'll follow them and I'll see how they get on. And yeah, that's um, yeah. I think that's where I'm at with it now. It's it's picking your favourites and then yeah, yeah. It's, it's essentially like following bands, isn't it, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is what I was what I was going to say was like with with finding the thing that works for you. It's it's sort of like quite punk rock in a way of like we're out doing this just for ourselves and if anyone else likes it then that's fine but mm. what we do isn't for everyone sort of thing because I'm probably never going to go and watch a death match thing because I don't think I physically could watch people trying <laughs> to even though I, even though I know it's like, it must fucking hurt you know what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting, getting whapped with carpet strips is not a fun way to spend my evening no. But I can appreciate that people like that. It's yeah. just not for me. And I think yeah. it, it, it's like I said, it's, it's finding out what it is you want. Yeah, what it is you want, what it is you like. And you'll only know that by going to different shows and having a look at the atmosphere there as well. But certainly you've chosen a couple of good ones to start with there, with Catch and Odyssey. <laughs> I need to watch that first uh, first Catch one. Yeah. Because apparently Butch yeah, you shows on it, John. It's on YouTube. Yeah, it's on the YouTube. Show, the very first show is on YouTube. This, the one that they just had, is the second show. Yeah, uh, they've yeah. only really one match for that. Yeah, I've not finished it yet, but I was enjoying it. Yeah, good. Yeah. 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 Work tomorrow, but yeah, it's um, <laughs> nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> Watch a lot of Hell's Kitchen at work at the moment. It's great. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, off to, uh, I'm off to Discovery in October. Oh, nice. They're Scotland, aren't they? Yeah, yeah I'm based in Edinburgh. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah. nice. Nice. Yeah, I don't know much about them, to be honest with you. I know that they've got a good following. Like, Yeah, I just spotted uh, tickets one sale this week. and quite excited. My first, might be my first indie show. Oh, sick. Nice. Yeah, I hope you enjoy it then. I'm sure it'll be a blast. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. really excited. Yeah. My little kid. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you spring for front row seats? Yeah. Good boy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, having done that now, honestly, I I'm going to keep doing that. Yeah. I, I, I'm old. I can't stand up for that long. Three <laughs> hours is a long yeah. time to stand up. Book a seat, yeah. Definitely get your VIP <laughs> seat something. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought you were getting a bit jealous, weren't you, John? Because we were sending all these pictures in the group, yeah. the damn it, Vince group of, of the yeah. shows, and he's up in Edinburgh. Oh. Right, <laughs> yeah. I actually watched a match earlier on tonight from Discovery. Um a shading actress who's on, oh. on YouTube. Um, he's a he's a he's in he's in the scene. He's he's had some matches up there, and he'd sent some videos. And yeah, he's that. good. In. Yeah, oh yeah, he's, he's he's very good. He gave us a little little thing on his on his uh, YouTube, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he gave us a little <laughs> yeah. which was nice. Um, yeah, I watched a match against uh, Turbo Josh. Turbo Josh Terry. Yeah, I saw that one too. Yeah, it was good. Very impressive. Yeah. 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 Canadian destroyer on the uh, on the apron. It's always, always nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's a young man's game. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I just like he came to the ring with a I hate wrestling fans t shirt. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you need to <laughs> That's the sort of gimmick that definitely get over now. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, was, I, I brought my uh, my son, my, my six year old son, on to, to the Odyssey OPW at the weekend. <laughs> like when everyone when anyone came out, he's like, "This is the good guy," and I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> and I was like, see, <laughs> see if they, I was like, "See if they shake your hand when they <laughs> or they give you a high five when they're running past you." Yeah, that's the easiest <laughs> way to tell, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, easy yeah. way to tell. <laughs> One question I did ask and <laughs> loved it, and if something's going on that we're not allowed to know, don't tell us. You came out during a match in the second half. Mm. Um, at OPW and you sat on the stage and met Crisps. some Chris. I thoroughly enjoyed it. But I was like, what's going on as well? Mm. <laughs> is there is there some future story? I, I think so. I told you about Mark Meltzer and his he his kind of shtick is that he likes to 
change his gimmick up every show. He'll come out as Roddy Piper one night. Another night he'll come out as Hulk Hogan. And I just want to find out who the real Mark Meltzer is. Because oh. there's there's a real Mark Meltzer in there somewhere, but we don't know who he is. And I just can't wait to bring him out of his show. Whether it'll happen or not, you guess you'll just have to attend the shows. <laughs> Soldier, the, the tickets for the next. Uh, for the, they're doing a tournament, aren't they, at the next Odyssey? I think right. they are. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we're getting belts now. Yeah. Sixteenth of October, I think it is. It's a different venue, I believe, as well. But oh, it's in Morecambe. Is yeah. there another venue in Morecambe? <laughs> it's probably in the sea. It's <laughs> probably in the sea, isn't it? I was going to say, there's the, the Alhambra or the street. <laughs> Alhambra, yeah, yeah, that's what it's called, Alhambra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, enjoyed that shit. My my son bought an RPD oh, shirt yeah. while we were there, and he he, he banged that on. Um, but we also had the photo shoot at the start, the um, like the VIP, and he got put in the middle of a shoot, which was really funny. So he was about to get his photo taken, and I want to say Andre. Andrew Decker. Um, he inter- yeah, he interrupted uh, RPD's oh. promo later on in the night. Yes. Uh, yeah, he basically jumped in front of my son and jumped in the photos. My son's there going like, what did he say, Joe? He's, he's pushed in. He was like, that oh. man's just pushed in front of me. And I was like, go on at him then. <laughs> <laughs> the only way you'll learn. Yeah. Uh, it was nice. Yeah. They, did a, they did, did a little angle, didn't they? And then that fed into the main show later on in the night. And I, I enjoyed that. I was like, okay, there's storytelling going on before we even started. Sure. I didn't realise that happened. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is the 16th of October and it is at the Alhambra again. Was it not? It wasn't the Alhambra last time, was it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it goes, it goes by many names, I think. Alton. The Carlton is what it was called last time. I think it's. I think the Carlton is the upstairs bit, and there's a downstairs bit because I've played the downstairs bit when oh. it was the, when it was the punk festival, yeah, ah. many years ago. So and your punk band, you're in a punk band. I still am for my sins, yeah, in my nice. old age. <laughs> that's my new. That's my, that's my new racket is going to be uh, intro music for wrestlers, mate. Because... You definitely do it. Like there's people who do that. There's people who make themes for wrestlers. I just noticed that like a lot of it is kind of generic, and I'm like, ah, you need to have some some in there. Yeah. 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 It's just an idea I had. Just do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Alice. So we're booking this then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go to that one. Yeah, yeah, definitely go to that and uh, get get your name around and you can start uh, doing some music. Take some samples. Take some samples. What world are we living yeah. in? Get some email yeah. addresses. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Put, put them on tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, um, you could market it to the wrestlers rather than the promotion. I've, I've literally, I've, I've spoken to some other people who are like slightly more talented than me, which is talented, uh, and said like, would you be into it? I said, you're not going to make no money, but it's a laugh, isn't it? And I'm assuming mm. like we'll get free tickets and stuff. Like that. I don't know. It's it's just something nice to do, isn't it? It's something that makes mm. someone else's life a bit nicer. What's not to like about it? Mm, that's good. Good exposure as well. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of disappointed that uh, Big Guns Joe didn't use his, his introduction that he had at Catch as well, because that genuinely that's made brilliant. me laugh. <laughs> uh, I think you, it crosses the line somewhere that where promotions like to do either their own Titan oh. or you provide... So, so like, with the OPW one... I we weren't involved. Well, we we chose our music and stuff, and but um, at Catch I made mine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like very different depending on where you're wrestling. Yeah. Right. Because it, it just made me laugh. And he, was, he was still builders over what was it a thousand millimeters tall or whatever. It's, yeah, yeah. It's grand. still good daft <laughs> silly nonsense in it, but yeah, yeah. I, yeah I'm gonna have to, to go and look up see uh, Big Guns Joe now. I know he's on WWE Network because uh, yeah, yeah, he's in progress. Yeah. Yeah, I've very much enjoyed his work in the two times I've seen him now. 
Yeah, he's. Uh, I he was in. No, he came in the, the training class after me um, at GPW. He's GPW original. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I know him very well. He's a great, <laughs> a great lad, great, great wrestler as well. And it also looks like you're just having a whale of a time. Well, that's what it's about. Yeah. I mean, you want to, you know, we want we want to have fun as well as give you fun. Otherwise, if we're not having fun, it's just a show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. come. It, yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. I, I mean, your son was made up, weren't he, Ellis? Yeah, 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 he was. He, I, I wasn't sure how he'd be, um, but yeah, he was. He, yeah, he loved it. Oh, I, at the start, cool. I was like, "Are you going to chant?" And he's like, "No." And then he's just screaming all the way through the show, yeah. like, <laughs> shouting "Sexy Kev," big Sexy and Kev then, fan, yeah. And <laughs> one of uh, what, what were you the group called that you were with on Saturday? It was, it was, yeah, it was nightmare screaming into his face. He didn't like that. he's a six-year-old kid, he, isn't he? Like, it's... <laughs> no, but but in, in the past, in the past, he would have like started crying. And going, I want to go home, but in this case, once once it gone away, he was like, boom, started yeah. doing that. I was like, okay, it's a good, really like, good, yeah. uh, it's a good test of the metal, really, isn't it? <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like they know they they, don't, they want to cry, but they're not going to cry because they want to look strong and you yeah. know they want to stick it to the baddies <laughs> and stuff. I think it's a, it's really good test for them. <laughs> it was yeah, it was it was a, it was a good laugh. I genuinely yeah. had it made the weekend in Morecambe worthwhile. Yeah, oh, you stayed good. over, nice. Yeah. Friday. Two nights came up on the Friday. Oh, nice. there'll be loads to do. Call everything to see on Friday and wait for the wrestling on the Saturday. <laughs> uh, it was good. Um, yeah, the, the, I, I was shocked at how many like promotions are out there. I know I shouldn't be, but like, yeah. what what I really enjoyed the other day is I'd put whatever day it was. I'd put the post out on our Twitter just saying like we want to talk yeah. about this, and <laughs> we've been to two shows. We're yeah. no experts on this. Like, let us know promotions. And what I really enjoyed was like the, the love between the promotions. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's very um I think people I think promotions began to realise that um fans like to go to different shows. So why not just kind of, you know, this room for everyone, basically. You know, it might who knows, it might get oversaturated at some point, but at the minute it just seemed, you know, there was a new promotion that, that ran the first show a couple of weeks ago in Bolton, Bolton Town Wrestling. And they filled it out. And it was like, just when you thought that there wasn't any more room for new promotions, you know, a new one comes along and still packs out, a sh- you know, a, a show. So there's a there's a taste for it. And if you if they can keep being, you know, positive towards each other and, you know, you can share the wealth. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Just, honestly, just start following promotions on Twitter. Oh, that's, that's, that's my new, yeah, that's my new thing yeah. now. I'm gonna be, that's me later on. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah we were giving loads. There was um, Go through Bolton four times a bloody day. Yeah. True. T and Tights Pod had commented on it, and they they just listed oh. a ton of promotions that they've ever been to or are going to. Rev yes. Pro, which I think are, they're quite they've been around they're for big. a little while, haven't they? They're, they're um, a big one. Then yeah, yeah. But one one that did pique my interest, if you fancy a trip to Nottingham, Joe, was a Wrestle Carnival, and yeah, obviously September, the, September the twelfth, they're doing a Ring of Honor style pure tournament. Yeah, yeah. He's he's. I think it's Gary Ward. It's got very very good ties with. Uh, some American promotions as well, like Ring of Honor and things like that. So um, I have to get the train though, because driving to Nottingham's a ball ache. I think he <laughs> made a promotion called Oh gosh, I can't remember what they were called, but they hosted a match between um Hangman Page and someone. I can't remember when it was, but it was just as 
Was it the night oh, before? It was packed. It was. Packed. It was um, yeah. Yeah. In so TNT. Do you want to do you want to tell that story, Joe? Because a uh, big tasty from Untitled Wrestling podcast. I've got it in no, front that, of me. N- you know. Not that one. No, no, oh, no. Oh, is no, this no, another no. one? Uh, this was. Uh, it was the night before they were supposed to fight at. I think or two days before they were supposed to fight at All Out or something. Like a year or so, two years ago. Yeah. And they were they were just in this 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 show in Nottingham. I think, yeah. Because Pat yeah. came out and he was giving it the big I am, and then Hangman's music drops and the place just goes off. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm sure I made you watch it. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure I made yeah. you watch the clip. Yeah, it's a crappy match Wild. as well, to be honest. Yeah, because uh, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't expect that, would you? I mean, yeah, pack, mm. pack in a what was it in like a downstairs in a pub in Salford or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said 20, 2019, just before he fought Omega at All Out, he was wrestling against Jody Jody Fleish. Fleish, yeah, right. Um, he said the match went to the outside. Pack mere weeks away from fighting Kenny Omega, pushes right past us, calls us the c word, and takes a nasty bump on a concrete floor flat back then, bump onto a concrete floor yeah no and then went from that onto onto big tv in america it still blows his mind that <laughs> he went from that to from yeah to that. he came to uh he came to future shock between when he so i think he just signed for AEW, but he wasn't over there yet and he um he had a match with sonna derson who is a uh I mean, we call him an up-and-comer, but he's not. He's established now. You know, he's he's the future shock uh, heavyweight champion. And they have an amazing match. And, you know, Pac's so good. And it's nice to see other people get a chance. You know what I mean? That you might not necessarily think would, you know, be able to wrestle people like Pac. Yeah. yeah. Patron save the podcast back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's our patron too. Yeah. Um... <laughs> What was that promotion down south, Joe? That butcher got like the really arty filmed one. Oh, um, it's not Tidal. Um, the one in Brighton. Yeah, it's it's like a really artistically filmed one, and there's a map. There's Pack has a match down there, and uh, what's his face when you couldn't believe Dave uh, Benson? Karen Car- <laughs> it's. Oh, well, soul, think... is it? No, yeah. it... Karen O'Hara was down there. He was really impressive. Yeah. But Dave Benson Phillips had a match down there. I don't know if you remember him. Oh, oh, Riptide, Riptide, Riptide. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, Dave yeah. Benson Phillips and Session Moth Martina, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely <laughs> mad. I'm sure yeah. uh, we've had they've had Rise, they've had Wagner or someone at one point. You know, what? from uh, X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure of it. Just mad, yeah. Well, apparently, yeah. Dave Benson Phillips was in one of their sort of battle royales as well. He came out as like the twentieth man or whatever, and just got yeah. deeted straight back out again. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, something for everyone. <laughs> it, it is, yeah. But there's uh, there's loads, man. Uh, is it Wrestle Island over in Liverpool as well? Yeah, uh, yeah. They're starting up again. There's loads of stuff, man. We just need to like plan it out and yeah. They're super, uh, really, really community driven as well Pete Pete runs it there and does a lot for the community as well which I think is really nice Um, yeah I remember reading that if you like you bring a bag of food you'll get signed 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 photos of wrestlers and stuff and it's yeah I mean I just do it I don't want free stuff but uh, (laughs) it helps people and it's nice to be nice seems like there's loads at the moment like i went through all the promotions that were kind of suggested to us and there's just a ton of shows coming up within the within the next week even which is it's great to yeah. see uh, yeah if, if you fancy a trip to newcastle joe big guns joe's there on the 4th of september for prime wrestling and it's newcastle oh, so pack will be wandering around in his trunks somewhere wife's, as well wife's birthday that day mate can't do it ah. no. <laughs> bring, it, bring her along i was supposed to be down in london that day and i had to cancel that yeah it's uh... <laughs> i can be um, in newcastle it's not too far from me yeah yeah that's not 
Yeah, that's good. Well, you can um, go and do it. What, what's impressed me, and obviously you'll know more on this, like you can tell there's a lot of work that goes into the show and the, the speed at which stuff comes out on the socials the next day and that. I mean, can you tell us yeah. a bit more about just the, the work that goes on in that? So. Yeah, I think I think now, I mean, there's always been promotions that have had really high quality. I think other promotions are starting to follow suit now and it's getting to the point where you can't really afford to not have good production values because you're just going to kind of fall behind. So, but, you know, every promotion I've been to seem to kind of keep up. Um, you, there's a guy called um, Ant, Ant, the editor on Twitter. Um, he filmed uh, Odyssey and he filmed Catch as well. Um, did all the highlights and the stuff, the editing for the matches there. He has his own production company. He's a big wrestling fan. Um, yeah, it's really important. And, and I think it's really important when... You know, for, for a lot of people, like, you know, the goal is like WWE and, and it's a different kind of style of, of wrestling. But having yeah. values and being able to think before you match, OK, where I'm where do I need to be physically at this point so that it's captured the, in the best way? You know, it's making people think about that and, you know, which is going to put them in good stead, you know, if they ever get sort of picked up by, by some of the big companies. So okay, um, yeah. if you if you get me here, so so. You know, there's some great production companies out there. Pixelate, I think, do a lot of the uh, Titantrons and stuff. Uh, they did the Titantrons and things for Catch as well. Um, but yeah, it's important because you, you've got to, the company's got to look the part. You don't want to. You don't want to like get a bunch of schmucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to get a reputation for being, you know, half-assed or whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, the, there's a business in that in itself. You know, in in filming and editing shows and. You know, putting them on a demand and, you know, charging on demand. The rest of the promotion can charge for on demand and stuff. It was, so it was, it was like near enough first thing Sunday morning. There was like a highlights package put together. Of oh, them. yeah. And I was like, have you not slept? Yeah, I think there was a tweet going around. Uh, I don't know if you saw it saying how good Ant, Ant the editor is because he's just so committed. He, you know, he got that out. He got a turnover really, really quickly for a highlight show. He's incredible. Um, and people like that. Deserve, yeah, they, they deserve as much credit as the wrestlers because they're the ones who are going to make you look good. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Unsung heroes, of it. Yes, yeah. And, the, you know, people like the referees are unsung heroes and ring announcers. There's, you know, there's some really good ring announcers out there who, you know, set up the, the tone of the event. Commentary, you know, is an, isn't an easy job. You know, you've got, you know, you're commentating on a card of matches, seven or eight, seven matches or eight matches. And you've got to kind of dictate how, what the tone is of, you don't want to start, you know, 100 miles an hour on the first match because then you've got, a, what, what are you going to be like for the main event? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's going to lose its, it's going to lose its kind of potency, isn't it? So it's, loads it's, of really important things. It's a lot of different skills for, for, for to make the whole thing come together, isn't it? That's the thing. It's not just the wrestlers. It's it's everyone yeah, there. And that's, that's a lot of people that don't get the credit that they fully deserve, isn't it? It's, yeah. Is there any, I know you, I think you listed five or six on our post. Any wrestlers out there on the scene at the moment that you think are like, like ones to look out for, ones who are doing really good stuff character-wise, in-ring-wise? Or... Yeah, I think I, I think I tweeted, if I, I keep saying this to myself, like if I have to mention Joey Hayes' name one more time <laughs> when it comes to who are the best in the industry that aren't signed, I'm going to punt a baby or something. I don't know, like, <laughs> like, he is, 
Like he is genuinely like for me anyway, you know, one of the top the top guys in, in the industry. Um people like him and Damon Lee, uh, who were mentioned earlier, who have been around a long time and kind of, you know, in my eyes have formed the basis of, you know, the foundations of, of British wrestling in the Northwest in particular. Um can't remember who else I put on there, but there's loads of good lads. Um Scott Oberman is a really, you know, really good lad coming up. Um, he's in was in a tag team with Dan Evans, Merseyside Murder Squad. No, I might have changed the name. It's a great name, but they changed the murder part. They changed the squad. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for to be more more accessible. But um, Scott Oberman's <laughs> a great guy. Um, you had a uh, Dylan Dylan Roberts. Dylan Roberts again. Yeah, he's someone who's been around a while. He doesn't he doesn't really get a. a mention as much as maybe he should uh chase alexander great great character he's like a kind of cd barman really weird but great great <laughs> okay character. on board for that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, on board um, that's your philip philip michael yeah great so so he can do anything he's great you know i don't know when you were at catch dean or mark he can do anything mm. but he doesn't always do it because you don't have to do you know what i mean yeah you don't need to do everything so and philip michael's kind of like that he can do so much um really good kind of wrestler's wrestler sort of thing yeah okay. yeah and then you had a, a couple of women on there lana austin and melanie price as well yes yes yeah, so i get like i would say lana is to the women's to women's wrestling what joey and Damon Lee and uh, Danny Hope are to, to the men's wrestling, you know, been around a long time. And, you know, at a time where there wasn't that many women's wrestlers about, you know, and she's, um, yeah, she's fantastic. She's wrestled in Japan and um, all over the UK. She's been on progress. We were like, you know, one of the top promoted promotions. Mel Price is a great character wrestler um, very sassy um, a bit full of herself. So if you like the character kind of work, you know, there's, there's someone there. Loads of people there. Well, is there anyone else that I put on there? There, there are the five that you put on there. Obviously, five, yeah. You this tonight. Um, yeah, I'll definitely, yeah. Definitely, check, definitely check them out. It's one of the things, I, we're, we're big fans of uh, women wrestling on Damn It Vince. It's one of the things I did enjoy going to catch. That, that was a focus. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. That that was the focus of the show. And I was like, yeah. it's really positive. Yeah, because, you know, a long, a, lot of the t- a long time ago, well, not a long time ago, you know, until very recently, it was the women's match yeah you know, that was the the only women's match on the card and and that need that actually needs to change and uh so catch going you know full throttle with a women's tournament straight after lockdown i think is speaks volumes really and um you know people like lizzie evo chantal jordan chantal jordan's 17 years old and she's already that good she's, yeah paul i was sick when we looked that up yeah <laughs> oh like, my god Ow. yeah <laughs> already that good it's, it's yeah. crazy you know this there's great there's, there's great you know women wrestlers out there there's great wrestlers who identify as trans and you know we should everyone you know everyone should be getting you know equal opportunities and there's no reason why there can't be more than one women's match on a on a wrestling show anymore there's a there's a market there and you know they can do the job most of the time better than a lot of the male wrestlers so yeah yeah it's that weird yeah. thing of they always think they have something to prove and i'm like yeah you don't it's fine get out there do your stuff yeah yeah agreed um finish off have you got any like uh fun stories or things that have happened to you or that you've seen while you've been out there the uh, I'm, to think. I'm sure there would be oh gosh it's like 
trying to think fun stories uh i get i don't know i mean my first when i was very green and when i was a very green wrestler i was in a four-way with um like some really well-known people uh joey hayes being one of them and martin kirby being another who he wrestled in noah in japan no noah he wrestled somewhere in japan um, <laughs> and i was just kind of like just tell me what to do because I don't know how I need to do it. <laughs> I think it was just a, like a little bit in awe. And, and yeah, that was cool. That was crazy. There, you know, there's been some fun stories. You know, there's always, yeah, I think my very first match, I was pinning my opponent. Oh, Matt Brooks. Jeez, my God. Talk about characters. Magnificent Matt Brooks. Uh, he's not very active on, on Twitter. He's an opera singer. He is classically trained and he sings his own entrance themes. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm, I'm so on board. That's another one <laughs> tick, in the tick box there. Yeah. yeah he's absolutely fantastic. Um, I had a feud with him. Um, he was my first ever match. And I, when I went to pin him, I hooked his leg and his foot kicked me in the eye. And I kind of lost a little bit of, vision, bit of vision there for a bit. And I was like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> I've had some great feuds with him where uh, I kidnapped him to be part of the cult um and he kept escaping a pillow bag <laughs> over his head a pillow over his head um and then there was my favorite moment i think in wrestling we had a blow-off match and um the the stipulation was he if i win he joins me and if he wins i have to duet with him Nice. Guess what happened? Uh, <laughs> so, and plus, we were told as well we had to cut our time. Um, you know, the show was running long. Uh, we had to cut our time. So, um, the crowd were hot for it at the end. Uh, and I had to do a bit of a duet with Matt Brooks, in which I call I um, had to sing "Purple Pants" to the theme of "Purple Rain." Yeah, which is what I used to used to get them chants all the time. So that was kind of like a bit bittersweet, but <laughs> amazing. Yeah. No, well, uh, thank you. I've really enjoyed that, and I'm sure we'll see you about on the scene. The more that we start to get out there and find what, what works for us, um, yeah, what, have you, what, have you, what have you got co- coming up? What, what so shows gonna, have you got coming up? Yeah, I'm going to be doing commentary at Future Shot uh, on Saturday. Uh, they've got an anniversary, it's their 17th anniversary. They're doing a double header show. Um, so one at 2 p.m., I think, and one at 6 p.m. So I'm going to be commentating uh, colour commentary um, with Chris Brooker on Leeds. Lead, who you might have saw a little bit of Odyssey, did a little bit of a promo Odyssey. Um, <laughs> that was, well. yeah, that was, that was some point. classic top-level shit-housery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, where's this going? <laughs> oh, right, okay, I see. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else I've got coming up. Let me check. Uh, no, I'm on my phone there. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. <laughs> Um, yeah, catch again. Uh, catch again's coming up in September. Um, might be doing the odd commentary for PCW occasionally. That goes out on the if you've got Sky, there's a Sky channel for uh, Showcase TV or something. Okay. Uh, they air uh, their shows on there. Um, must be high up near the Welsh stuff, that yeah. Oh, is it right? One of the, the I've no places. idea, I've never heard it. Showcase, yeah, Showcase TV. I think. Okay, yeah, okay. If, if you follow PCW, you'll you'll see it. There'll be a channel number as well. I don't think mm. it's been it's gone out yet, but they did have a they did have a, a deal with uh, they were called the Fight Network at one point. Okay. Um, but the, yeah, that's changed. So that should be going out on TV soon. Where I did some commentary there with Tom McManus, who is another great character. He's not a not a wrestler. He's an old old school manager. Think think um, Jim Cornette, but a lot worse, which isn't hard. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's why I've got coming up, guys. Oh, well, sure, we'll see you about. And um, thank you so much for coming on and just enlightening us on the scene and no problem. stuff to look out it's for. A, and... It's been a pleasure. Just you guys keep doing what you're doing, keeping enjoying it, and um, yeah, make sure it's fun for yourselves. Yeah, 100%. And um, anyone listening there, just wherever you live in the world, there'll be something around you, I imagine. So, yeah, there'll be yeah. something on you. Literally, they've just found out there's four of them essentially on our doorstep. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And it's not yeah, expensive. Yeah. And it's an evening. And it's a lap. Yeah, it's, it's great. a great night out. Great yeah. night yeah. Yeah. Most of you can have without drinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still drink them. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks everyone for listening and thank you uh, for, for joining us on this pod. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Goodbye. See you later. All right. Bye.